doing just in time learning is so valuable so what you need to do when you're listening to a podcast is like you need to learn the thing you then need to go ahead and implement it and then you need to learn the next thing welcome back to young smart money with me your host apple crater today we've got lauren tickner on the show lauren is somebody who's doing some massive massive things in the podcasting space in the coaching space and all around just just absolutely killing the game 22 years old over in the uk somebody who i really look up to she's been killing on social media for years now got her start on instagram about six years ago which we're going to dive into how she actually got started there how she was able to scale that into a business that's actually on track to hit seven figures in profits this year in 2019. So Lauren, again, obviously killing the game. Super stoked to dive into this interview. We really uh, chop it up, go back and forth, drop some amazing wisdom. Lauren really, really shares with you guys some valuable stuff. That's really going to shift your perspective on the actions that you're taking right now and the actions that you need to be taking in order to get the results that you're looking for in your life. Okay. So if you're at a place right now where you are not getting the results that you want, where you are feeling stuck, where you're feeling like you're in a rut, this episode is what you need to listen to. And Lauren's going to give you a blueprint to get yourself out of that stuckness and that just uncomfortable place or that place of, of just not feeling like you're where you should be right now. That's what Lauren's here for. So let's get into the show. Um, without further ado, let's welcome Lauren Tickner on to Young Smart Money. All right, Lauren, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today? I'm great. It's good to talk to you. I'm excited that this is the first time that we're kind of meeting, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to share a, a load of value with your audience today. So let's do this. Absolutely. I'm stoked. So our listeners got to hear a little bit about you in the intro to this episode. But for those of them that aren't familiar with who you are, what you're currently doing right now, could you give us a quick like 60 second intro as to what you're up to? So right now I help people build an online coaching business that is focused around their personal brand. So that's really what I do. I have a podcast called Impact School and that's my my big, big, big focus. Awesome. I love it. I'm a huge fan of the podcast myself and you've had some amazing guests on the show, which is something that I definitely want to dive into later in the episode. But where I like to start off all the shows is really flashing back in time and starting off with your early upbringing. So I'm talking like middle school, high school years. Um, I want to hear what you were up to. So were you taking school seriously? Were you getting into entrepreneurship? Were you into music, sports? Like what did that time period look like for you? Okay, so I am not one of those people who had a lemonade stand. Like I was the exact <laughs> opposite. I actually remember one time when I think I was probably about like 15. And I know you guys have like middle school and high school. Yeah. I'm not lie, I have no idea what that means. Like we do not have that over here in England. <laughs> so, right, well, like between the ages of like 10 side. and 16. Okay, perfect. There we go. I nailed it. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I remember this, we had this, like, or, uh, I can't remember what they called it, but it was, like, where you basically, everyone in the whole entire school had to get into groups and, like, create a business. And really? I just remember hating it. It was, like, a whole entire week, and I absolutely despised it. And the reason why I hated it so much is because I am not a creative thinker. Like, everyone was thinking about all these business ideas and these crazy new innovative creations and I just had nothing like I literally had nothing I was like I want to just have like a marketing company I was like can't I do something service-based and I didn't get it like and so I think that was kind of interesting because I think so often as a kid you think to be an entrepreneur you have to be like an inventor yeah. that just fundamentally isn't true an entrepreneur is just solving problems right <laughs> and so yeah back in school I mean, I actually started posting to my Instagram that I have now when I was 16, right? So I was, I guess, is that middle school or high school? That's high school. Okay, so I was in high school when I started my Instagram. And back then, it was a fitness Instagram. And my username was Fitness Life Learn. And the reason why I started it is because I just been through this whole fitness journey, losing a ton of weight in a really unhealthy way. And I basically started having panic attacks and I I just was mentally like in a bad 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 place and so I wanted to connect with other girls who are my age who were into weight training because I, I then found out about weight training I found out about like fueling your body with carbs and like with tons of food and stuff and all of that and so I knew nobody who was into that especially not in England like over in the states a lot of women are into lifting here in the UK it is not normal at all People are still like, oh my God, you want to live? Like you're going to, you're going to turn into like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that. And so um, it's kind of funny. 
But basically, that's why I started my Instagram. And so I was doing that literally in secret. Like, I did not tell anyone. And so I was kind of like Hannah Montana, right? So I had this whole, <laughs> this whole, this whole life in school where, yeah, I mean, at, at that age, I still wasn't working hard. Like, I, I wasn't focusing on in school. I was one of those people whereby I would just cause, like, an absolute ruckus. Wait, I just realized, I don't know if you guys say that word. I would, like... <laughs> I would like be, I'd be like shouting out, I'd be laughing. I used to always get kicked out, like, because my teachers would get annoyed that I was laughing. But then after I got into the weight training and stuff, that's when I suddenly had this productivity just like inserted into me. So I suddenly became like, oh my God, I need to, I need to get A grades because I set my eyes on getting into the top university, one of the top universities. And I found out that in order to get into that university, I needed to get three A grades. So I was like, right, I need to stop messing around now. And so I started studying so hard. And as soon as I was 17, I literally like isolated. All my friends would be like chilling in their free periods where they had no classes. I would be upstairs in, they call it like in, 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 in the final two years of school in England, they call it sixth form. So we had like the sixth form center and inside the sixth form center upstairs, they had like all the computers where you can just like get on with your work. I would literally sit there by myself working on French because I was really bad at French <laughs> and I needed to get that A. So I would just like be working by myself all afternoon, even when all my friends were just chilling. And so that was when like everything changed for me when I was like, I just, I'm going to, I'm going to be unsuccessful if I don't sort my crap out. And so, yeah, I mean, that was kind of me in school. I was doing all this while I still have my Instagram. And then I remember when I was about 17, all the guys in my year found my Instagram and they were tearing me down. They were like, what the hell are you doing? This is so cringy. They were posting photos to their own Instagram. I don't know where you want me to go with this. I don't know what direction. Um, but yeah, that was kind of that. Sure. So what made you so like determined to get into this business school? I mean, it didn't seem like you were taking school super seriously up until that point. So what made you like, I really want to get into this school? Yeah, it's a good question. You know, I, in England, like your school is very pushy for you to go to university because I also went to a private school. And so if you, if the schools get people into universities, then obviously it looks good on their rankings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Cause they can say, oh, we got like a hundred people into this university this year and everything. And so my school was super, super pushy. And so I just realized that, I don't know. I just think it was just all the stimulus around me telling me this is the direction that you need to go in. And that's exactly it, right? Society tells us that we go to school, we go to university, we then go work a corporate job and climb the corporate ladder. And so that was really it for me. Like, it was like, oh my gosh, if I don't take these exams seriously, I'm not going to get into a good university. And how embarrassing will it be if I don't go to a good university? That was really mainly it. Like, I wanted that. I wanted that external validation from people around me to be like, whoa, she's gone to that university. And you know what's funny is like you mentioned business school. I actually was not even supposed to be studying business. So I was at first supposed to be studying economics and politics. Mm. Yeah. And then what happened was when I was 18, I decided that, okay, I obviously have a place to go. I got in, I got those A grades. Yeah. But um, <laughs> basically I got into the uni and uh, for economics and politics, but then at that time, I actually, in my final year of school, I was like relentlessly researching how to get a job at an investment bank because hmm. I wanted to go, I wanted to go climb the corporate ladder and work in and just go to work. I didn't want to even really go to uni, um, but I wanted to do it for a year and then go to university. So I was trying to find like a placement, right? And so I am so glad that I did this job because I, I ended up getting a job at an asset management firm. Um, I quit the day after I got my bonus, like my bonus pay, Jack, uh, because honestly, like it, I'm so glad that I did it because it made me realize that the corporate world was not for me. And I think sometimes in life you have to, you have to, in order to find out what you want to do, you have to find out what you don't want to do. So I found out what I did not want to do while I was working that job. And while I was working that job, that's why I remember I was in, in the office one day and I was like <laughs> Googling the university that I was going to go to. University of Bath in England and uh, basically I saw on their homepage on their website like because I wanted to change my degree to sports science but they wouldn't let me because I didn't do any science in, in high school hmm. um, and I saw on the homepage oh we have the UK's number one business degree 
And in my head, I was thinking, well, I'm not going to go and work a corporate job after I've done my degree. And if I study economics and politics, then that's just going to lead me to a corporate job. So I need to do business. I need to have my own business. Because at this point, I realized like my social media was blowing up at this time. And I realized like, okay, well, if I have that, I can build my own business. So yeah, I changed the degree to the other degree and then basically did that for a year while I had my own online fitness coaching business selling fitness ebooks as well and everything. And they taught me nothing about what I actually needed to know about. <laughs> and I was actually like, okay, hold, a, hold up a second. I am on the UK's number one. I own my own business and nothing that they're teaching me is helping me with my business. It just made no sense. So that was when I dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's funny how that that works out sometimes that that the top the premier programs like these these education programs haven't really caught up with the real world I found and a lot of the classes because I'm enrolled in in college myself. Um, I'm almost done. I'm, I'm flying through in like two and a half years. So it's not taking up too much of my time. But I, I find that a lot of like the marketing class, like I don't even take marketing classes because I just know that they're, they're so, so outdated, like they don't have any social media information, they don't have any information with like that, that will actually reach people. So um, yeah, I, I, I totally, I totally agree with you on that. And that's a very similar experience to what I've had. Yeah. I mean, it's just frustrating, honestly, because the people who were teaching me, right. People who are teaching business have never even owned their own business. And I'm just like, this makes no sense. Like, it, I don't know. There's not, I understand that. Yeah, for sure. Like you don't have to you don't to, to, to teach you don't have to do the thing necessarily mm -hmm. in order to be a good teacher for it but really when it comes to business like I have a lot of um I have a lot of clients so yeah I fully understand that you can teach something without doing the thing but honestly when it comes to business I think you need that real world experience it's just like how realistically like because a great example is let's say you're going to start going to the gym and you want to get shredded and you want to get abs and you want to get big and whatever like, would you go to someone who's fat, who doesn't take care of themselves, who is really obese, unhealthy and overweight? Like, you just wouldn't. No. So I think that's really where that all comes down to. So, so yeah, I was a fitness coach and then I was building my brand on social media. And then I had so many people ask me, like, Lauren, how did you do it? How did you build a fitness coaching business? Because I was super young and I kind of figured out all the systems and the back end structure that you need, which a lot of people never get, right? And so, yeah, that's when I started helping people build their own personal brand. And then more recently, I started focusing on the actual how to build a coaching business online because I realized that the best skill that you can have literally in life is to know how to build a business. Like mm -hmm. it is just, if you know how to build a business, you're sorted. You are literally sorted. And so that's why now I'm focusing more on that than helping people to kind of grow on social media or any of the more tactical things. Like I'm giving them like the hard, like timeless strategy now. For sure. So when did you transition this like Instagram page and this Instagram following that you were building into like an, an income stream for yourself? Like when did you start actually coaching, selling eBooks? When did that transition happen? I think the first time that I ever made money from my social media I think I was, I was either 18, I think. And, uh, it was a sponsor post on Instagram. A really? brand paid me 200 pounds, which is like almost 300 bucks. I don't remember what the brand was, but I used to do a lot of brand deals. Like I, I've worked with like Apple music and Gymshark and all these big companies, but because uh, I was like sponsored by Gymshark, which is a massive, massive fitness clothing company. I then actually got dropped by them. And it's funny, that's like my most popular YouTube video. <laughs> um, but at that point, I realized like, oh my God, I can't rely on a brand to give me my income stream. I need it to be, I need my income to come from something that I own and that I control, which is why I went all in on the online business stuff. So yeah, I mean, I didn't monetize though for years before I, like uh, until like, after I started. So I was putting out free content. I put like hundreds and hundreds of posts up without earning anything because I literally started this as a hobby to connect with people. Like I never imagined that I'd be doing this now, like never in my wildest dreams. And that's what I think is so cool about the internet. Like we have the world of possibility right off in fingertips, but so many people aren't taking advantage of it. Like, are you taking advantage of the internet? Like you need to be honest with yourself and ask yourself that as you're listening to this, because you can achieve so much that 
if you're not realistically visualizing where you can take it, then you are gonna just live a mediocre life. Like people are often so afraid to start posting to social media or to start their own business, especially because of what people around them might think. But guess what? Like people are gonna judge you anyways, so you might as well let them judge you and then be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, there's so many opportunities out there. And yeah, like you said, a lot of people are letting the fear of like, what are these people gonna think about me hold them back? And so for you, I mean, earlier in the show, you mentioned that like some people from your school were like giving you, giving you shit about like the stuff that you were posting early on. Um, did that, did that affect you early on? Like, were you affected by what other people were saying, what other people were thinking about you and what you're doing? Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, that nearly made me stop really? because here's the thing. Yeah. I, I was, that was why I didn't tell anyone about it to begin with. I literally did it for as, as a secret for, I don't know, a year and a half. Like that is a long time, especially when you're 17. Like that's, that's like a good percentage of your life. Do you know what I mean? That's like a 10th of your life, 10% of your life or whatever. Anyway. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was, I was terrified because it's just not a normal, back then it wasn't a normal thing. Like everyone has a fitness Instagram account now, like, but no one did back then. This was, I don't know how many years ago this was like, this was like six years ago now, six or seven years ago. Um, okay. Six. Yeah. Six years ago, which is a while. And so, especially when you're a teenager, like you're so, you're so worried about what people are going to think because people are mean at that age as well. They're nasty. And here's the thing though. People are always going to judge you. That's, that's the thing. But the people who are judging you are the people who are living a mediocre life. Whereas the people who are killing it, who are crushing it, they'll respect you. Yeah, if, if someone was to DM me to tell me like, okay, I'm terrified to start this Instagram account, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyways. I'm going to be like, hats off to you. Or if they're like, I'm going to start this business. I'm going to be like, you freaking go. Like, let me know if you need any help. <laughs> And the people around you are probably like, no, that's dangerous, but they've never done it. And so why are we listening to people who have never done the thing that we want to do? It just doesn't make sense to me. So yeah, I mean, that's what I'd say on that. Like people will always judge you, but you just can't let that judgment stop you from pursuing your goals. Cause I believe that everyone, especially if they're listening to this podcast, like you are, you are literally listening to a podcast it's about, you know, young, smart money. Like you're obviously wanting to achieve big things in your life. But so why the hell are you listening to people who are small minded? Surround yourself with people who are actually going to lift you up. And people are always like, but I don't have anyone in my area. Trust me, honey. I feel you on that because everyone in England has a small mind. Well, that's a very broad statement, but no one, it's not entrepreneurial here in the UK. So guess what I do? I connect with people on DMs and then I go to events over in America, which are often either in like San Diego or LA, sometimes New York or Florida. I go to those events because that's where the people who are making the things happen up. And so people don't take, they, they make excuses, you know, as to why they're not achieving things. It's all on you. And so you need to take ownership over it and realize that you can achieve bigger things. It's just like, it's time to make it happen, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So do you have like mentors in the space or have you had mentors that you've looked up to over time in, in the online business space, in the like coaching space that you've learned from? I listen to so many podcasts. Like I would <laughs> say that I've learned like 90%, 95% of what I know from podcasts, but I don't just listen to a podcast, right? Like, so here's something that I think not enough people do. And this is something which I actually want to make a podcast on as well. So something that I don't think enough people do is, so they consume so much content, right? You're listening to this podcast right now. You are consuming content. But here's the thing. You don't need more information necessarily. You need more implementation. Now, at the beginning stages, you do need the information. Like when I was first starting out, I had no freaking clue what a sales funnel was. I didn't even know what personal brand meant. And so, yeah, you need to know those things. But I'm such a believer in a concept called just-in-time learning. Yes. Which is like you learn what you need to learn when you need to learn it. Rather than trying to learn everything all in one go. Because trust me, I am a serial overlearner. Like, I want to know the answer to everything. Like, I can literally go on Google and get in a rabbit hole for hours and hours and hours. And... 
<laughs> start learning about all these random different things. But guess what? I don't need to know them and they're not going to help me build my business, increase my income or increase my impact. So I actually learned about just-in-time manufacturing at university, which was kind of helpful, right? Because it helped me understand this concept of just-in-time learning. So just-in-time manufacturing is what they do for cars. And it's basically where like, they don't want to hold a bunch of stock in their, in their manufacturing plant because it's just wasting, it costs money to hold, hold it there. So what they do is they just bring in the smallest amount of uh, like parts <laughs> and pieces for them, the car as possible um, in order to make the car like, and then they, they just get it out of the way. So it's kind of like the same thing in your brain, right? You want the smallest amount of information, put it into your brain to get the outcome and then get the next thing and in and out it goes. Um, I, I really didn't explain that very well. Doing just in time learning is so valuable. So what you need to do when you're listening to a podcast is like, you need to learn the thing. You then need to go ahead and implement it. And then you need to learn the next thing rather than trying to learn everything at once. So after this podcast today, well, I'm sure we're, we're still going to talk about a few more nuggets of wisdom, but like rather than just getting inspired and motivated for a period of time, like actually go ahead and implement something. And so that's what I think has allowed me to move my business forward so quickly is because I learn about something and then I go and implement it. And I don't try and listen to every podcast under the sun. So you're obviously listening to this podcast right now. Go check out Impact School as well. They can be your two podcasts that you turn to to get information, right? Um, just no, but for real. Like, I think it's just so easy to listen to like motivational podcasts, to listen to people who do motivate and inspire you. But at the same time, you know, you need to actually be implementing as well, because just because you get hyped up doesn't mean you're going to have success. And that's a big, a big differentiator between people who win and people who lose. The people who win are the ones who have the motivation coming from within. They don't need to listen to podcasts to get motivated. So I don't know what you think about that, but that's honestly what I believe. Mm, straight up. Like I preach on that as often as people will listen to me. And, and that's something that I firmly believe in. Like learn what you got to learn to like take that first step and then just keep on stepping until you hit a roadblock. Once you hit that roadblock, learn what you need to learn to get around it. And then just keep doing that and like focusing on the action. Cause like two years ago, I was in this place where I was watching like literally hours of Gary V every single day. And I was like getting so hyped up. I wasn't making any money. I wasn't doing anything. I was like getting all jazzed up and fired up. But like, I wasn't taking action. I wasn't doing anything. So you, you guys, you got to sit back and like, think about, are you creating results? Are you like taking action? Are you like learning? Cause like I learned the most personally from like failing forward. Like I take action. I'm like, Oh shoot, that was the wrong action. I just lost some money. I just made a mistake. I just made somebody pissed off with me. Like I just like made a mistake there. Now I'm going to learn from that. So a lot of times it's just about taking action and not like sitting there watching like eight hours of YouTube videos a day because sure, that's great. But like, what are you doing? Like you're not, you can say you're becoming a social media expert by like watching all these YouTube videos, but until you actually start doing something on social media, like you're not an expert at anything except for watching YouTube videos. <laughs> That is amazing. Literally, that is so true what you just said. Because people think that because they're learning, they're going to be getting results. But mm. learning doesn't equal results. You have to have the action. It's this whole thing about like, oh, if I just manifest it, then it's going to come. Nah, it's not. You have to freaking put in the work. You have to, I think it even starts with like, you need to know what you want to achieve. I don't know about you, but I have been someone who has jumped from being obsessed with cryptocurrency to being obsessed with e-com to being obsessed with online coaching to online courses to funnels to all these things. So it's so important to focus, especially when you're young. I think us young people, we get, we're like little puppies, you know, yeah. we get like all excited. We're just like fresh out and into the world and we're like, oh. There's so much opportunity. And I think that's the amazing thing about like people our age, the mindset is like, we, we see that there are so many cool things that we can achieve and that we can do that weren't available to our parents. But that can also be our biggest downfall, I think, because yeah, we have so, we have so many opportunities that it's decision paralysis. So we just don't know which one to choose. Mm, that's so true. And like, yeah, I found myself like even, even as recently as like a year ago, just bouncing around between so many different things, having no clue what I actually want to do. Cause there's like, you see people have, having success in all these different areas and you're like, Oh man, that guy's killing it over there. I should go do that. Oh, somebody's killing it over here. I should do this. 
But the reality is like, you can have success in anything. Like if you yeah. are, are passionate about it, if you're determined, if you take massive action on something, like you can have success in that, but you just got to pick something. Cause if you try to pick everything, you're, you're going to end up with nothing. And no, that's something that I have found so many times. It's like, you, you really just got to focus. Yeah, and I also think the thing is people become known for their one thing. So there's someone out there who's like the webinar guy and there's someone out there who's the e-com guy and there's someone out there who's the online courses and there's someone who's the online coaching. And so everyone says that their thing is the best thing, that their thing is the one thing that you need to do. But guess what? If you were to pick any of these things, you could make it work. But the most fundamental thing that people need is they need the business structure and systems in place before they do anything. And so I think that's one thing that I recently um, found to be true. It's like I was focusing on like the perfect webinar before I even had a perfect product. And it's like you can't you can't do that just because like some people on the internet are focusing on that one thing. That's because they've already nailed their product that they're then moving on to the next thing. So honestly, I think it's like how are you gonna get someone from where they are now to where they want to be? Like, that's really what it is. Obviously, if it's a product-based business, then it's different. I can't speak on that. I have not had success with that. I have <laughs> lost a ton of money with e-com and dropshipping. Yes, yes. I'm not even going near that. Um, personally, my whole thing is like high-ticket online coaching. And I've also done uh, online courses as well. High-ticket stuff. Because, like, yeah, high-ticket stuff is just awesome because you get high-quality customers. And you get people that really want to change their life. And... Every, one sale is well it's it's more money <laughs> yeah hundred percent hundred percent so talk to us a little bit about the some of the challenges that you have faced throughout this process because i'm sure it hasn't been all like amazing like you getting to this point where you're at now so whether they're like internal or external challenges what have been some of the biggest like roadblocks that you've had to get around in, in getting the place where you're at today yeah it's funny that you bring that up because i know before we started the record like I was thinking about my funnel. And so recently I I had just such a lack of clarity. Like this is literally within the past two weeks. And I, I actually believe that I always, I like to talk about my challenges. I like to talk about my struggles, but I like to talk about them once I've got to the other side, because I think that if you talk about something when you're going through it, it can really derail you. So I talk about it with my friends. I think it's really important to talk about your struggles because like, then you show that you are human. But I think that the most important thing is to kind of talk about your struggles once you've got through them. So yeah, like I said, recently I was just having such a lack of clarity with my programs. I didn't really know who I wanted to help. I didn't really know who I was trying to serve. And I realized that it was because I became attached to one idea. So like I mentioned, I started out as a fitness coach. So I had this one online course that taught people how to build an online fitness coaching business. And I then had a higher ticket program, which taught people how to scale their existing coaching business, which it wasn't just for fitness coaches. It was for anyone. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there was just, it was just like a bit of a mismatch because people were confused about what program was best for them and everything. And I had people who weren't fitness coaches wanting to go in the lower ticket one. And like, anyway, so I had become attached to the idea of having this fitness coaching thing just because that's how I started. Yeah. So long story short, like I ended up just making it, the program's now called Impact Your Online Business because it teaches like anyone in any niche how to start an online coaching business. But the moral of the story is like, don't get attached to one particular idea. You need to be open-minded in business because if you get attached to an idea, then it can literally stop you from progressing forward. Like I was not progressing forward. My income was stuck every single month. I couldn't get it past an X amount. I remember exactly the figure. And then, yeah, the second that I became open-minded, my sales have gone through the roof. I sold 40 spots on this new program, this higher ticket program, which is like um, group coaching based model. And I just have so much clarity now. So that was one thing. It was lack of clarity. And I think that another thing was a similar thing, whereby I was jumping from business idea to business idea, shiny shiny object syndrome, which so many of us have. And uh, that's one thing. But yeah, like there are other things. I mean, I've lost tons of money, like thousands and thousands on e-com. Oh, same. (laughs) People betraying me, business partners. Um, One of them who I was supposed to be doing this e-com business with, he ran away with thousands and thousands of like, pounds, dollars, whatever, worth of my money. And I haven't heard back from him since. And it's like, 
you I think that's just taught me though because I'm a true believer in the fact that you never lose you learn it's literally just taught me like you just need to have proper legal systems in place <laughs> like contracts you need to like it's a business because for so long I've always for me this whole thing because I never intended for it to be a business like, it just started off as an Instagram I've always kind of treated it more of like a hobby than as a business and that's also because I love it so much like I find it so fun so when I go into my office for the day like I do every day super early in the morning and stay until super late at night other than my gym session like to me it's just fun like I, I just find it fun like it's like when I was a kid I, I had like a Tumblr blog. I don't know if you ever had Oh, Tumblr. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like no one had it in the UK, by the way. I was like one of the really? very few. I had thousands of followers on that, <laughs> um, which is hilarious. But, you know, when I was doing that, like that was just fun for me. And that's actually another thing. I never told anyone about that from my school. Um, kept it a secret again because I was afraid about what people would think about me. But from one girl, I told this this one girl called Holly. That was the chick. She had one as well. Um, <laughs> but um, anyways, so like... I think that that has been one thing as well though, because like I didn't necessarily take it as a business. Like I was treating it though it was just a hobby. And so that's obviously caused problems because I didn't have these proper legal systems and contracts in place, um, which unfortunately turned around and bit me in the, the back really. So yeah, I mean, struggle struggles wise, like there are new struggles every day, like, you know, new level, new devil is what they say. Like right now, struggle that I'm having is trying to coordinate a team. Like I did not get into this to manage people, but yeah. now I'm trying to create a team. I have seven people working for me. And then I also have coaches for my programs as well. And it's like, what the hell am I into? Like, what is this? Like, I'm like, I'm, it's just crazy. Yeah, I don't know if you can relate to any of that, but I think it's so important that people bear in mind, like everyone has struggles and challenges. And I also love this, the whole saying is like, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 100. Like I have had so many struggles to get here. Um, personal struggle, like I suffer with anxiety. Like I get panic attacks and it's something that I still go through to this day. But like back when I was 16, it was so bad. Then it came back again when I was like, just turned 21, which is like a year and a half ago now. And so that's something personal that I struggle with that people would never imagine. Like they wouldn't, I'm so confident. <laughs> I am such a confident person. I can speak on stage in front of thousands of people and interview freaking Grand Cardone, like super chill. But then I get panic attacks when I'm just sat there by myself. Like it doesn't make sense logically. But that's the thing about humans. Like we aren't necessarily always logical. And so, yeah, just like, don't compare yourself to other people. That was something that I always used to do. And it can hold you out so, so much. That's the truth. And it's all about just like looking at where you're at and where you're trying to go and not comparing that to where somebody else is trying to go. Because like, I realized early on that I was like taking action towards other people's goals. Like I was listening to Gary Vee and I was doing what he said because I wanted to like, I, I was trying to achieve basically the goal that he had set for me. And I didn't take the time to really like set my own goal and realize like what actions it would take me to get to that goal. So just realizing that like you can listen to what these other people have to say, but think about it in context of where you personally want to go, not where that person is like telling you you should want to go. So that's, I mean, that's something that's been really helpful for me. I think that's especially true when you're just kind of maybe first out of college or school or whatever, because your parents often set the goals for you. So yeah. this was why, you know how I said I went and worked at that asset management firm? That was my dad's goal for me. My dad wanted me to go and work at a big old bank and become like, climb up the ladder and earn like hundreds of thousands per year. And so because that was his goal for me, I then internalized it and it then did become my goal. So it genuinely was my goal, but it was only my goal because I wanted to make him proud. And so that's really important. Like your parents often kind of set these goals on you. Like they might, for example, there might be some people who are listening to this right now who don't want to have kids, but their parents are telling them that they want them to have kids. Like it's like, that's just one kind of example. Like you can't let other people's goals become yours. Exactly what you said so important and I think it's important as well to like be open-minded and realize that like, you can achieve whatever the hell you want to achieve especially when you're young like yes. we have our whole lives ahead of us we're like what I don't know right now probably hopefully touch wood like a fifth of the way through that's 
it's mental. Like it's freaking crazy. Imagine this five times over and we haven't even uh, scratched the surface. Like it's so cool. But hey, I mean, it's now is the time. There's no better time than now to actually start your business. Like why the hell are you still waiting and thinking about it? Like there are some people listening to this who have, have been thinking about starting a business for ages. They have been listening to all the podcasts, getting motivated. They've been following you on Instagram. They may have even like, you know, DM some people to try and build some connections, but they still haven't actually started a business just procrastinating and it's because it's self-doubt that is your self-doubt talking because you don't believe yet that you can make it happen but guess what no one when they're first starting believes they can make it happen because confidence comes with success so you just need to get a bit of momentum get rolling and then everything picks up simple mm. I, I could not agree more so one way that a lot of listeners reach out to me and they're like I'm trying to gain momentum by by building these connections by reaching out to influencers by like getting connected with these high level individuals and building their network. And, and you've been able to do that very effectively. I, I definitely have to say with the people that you've had in your podcast, um, your recent interview with Grant Cardone was phenomenal. Um, so how were you able to, um, a connect with Grant Cardone, but B just like, how are you, um, what do you, what are your basic like networking strategies or how do you think about building those connections? So I think the first and most important thing to realize is like people won't care about connecting with you unless you have something to offer them. That's what people want. Like yep. people do not care about you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's tough, but it's just true. Right. Yeah. So like, unfortunately people think that if they DM influencers, try and connect with influencers that it's going to suddenly make them successful. It's not true. Like you need to create something substantial first and then reach out to them. So listening to this right now, what I want you to do instead is I want you to spend the next 12 months building something awesome, like something yeah. that is going to change lives and then go and focus on the networking. Okay. So if you've already achieved some level of success, then there are a few different things that you can do. Um, firstly, it's like, okay, what value can you add to this person? Maybe you don't have a big following on social media. Maybe you don't have a big podcast. Well, firstly, I'm going to say right now, the quickest and easiest way to connect with these influential people is to have a podcast and yes. invite them. Like that's like, yes. honestly, if I would like, I would just create a podcast and I have a podcast episode. I think it's episode number 16 or 18 that literally teaches people how to start a podcast. So go listen to that. It's on my podcast impact school and uh, start freaking podcasts because it's, it's free. It's literally free to start a podcast. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even need to buy a microphone. Like you can nope. just use headphones. I actually have some headphones. They are pretty expensive headphones. Don't get me wrong, but the microphone on there is amazing. But if you, if you can't afford that, just use the Apple ones and just do it. Or just use your computer's microphone and that's on your laptop. Okay. So first of all, yeah, podcast. Second thing is like, yeah, you need to, you need to have that some sort of value. So the value could be the podcast. Let's just say though, you're, I don't know, you have a, a skill, a service. So let's say you build funnels. <laughs> okay. So you're someone that, that builds funnels, um, or you're someone that builds websites or you're someone that is a copywriter, um, or a video editor. Okay. So go find people who need your help that you want to connect with and offer your services to them in return for whatever it is that you're looking for. Um, or just simply offer it to them for free and say, I'm just looking to do this. I, I want to do it for you. I know I can create something amazing for you. And then you're going to be connected with them immediately. Like if someone who was good at what they did was to offer me something like that, like I would give them a shot as long as they can prove to me that they're going to be good. Right. Yeah. It's like, I must admit, I do get a lot of these offers. I get videographers in my DMS all the time, <laughs> web designers saying, I want to use you as like a um, piece of my portfolio. And I'm like, okay, but first of all, I need you to just prove to me what you can do. Okay, yeah. so you need to prove your worth and show your worth and show your value. So that's that. Um, but then, yeah, like when it comes to actually like making the connection, I think Instagram DMs are awesome. Um, so when you reached out to me for this podcast episode, you sent me a video that makes you stand out over other people. So what I personally like to do is I like to send a message to initiate the conversation, then send a video just because like it always happens whereby like, I'll send a video to someone and then they'll be like, Oh, I didn't hear it. Can you send it again? So I send it in text format first and then mm -hmm. I send the video. Um, make sure obviously that you're following them. But before you actually send that very first DM, what I would say is the best thing for you to do is to actually like comment on their post consistently for at least yep. a week. 
um, so that you, they they kind of actually notice your username in that inbox. Now I call, I I check my inbox relentlessly just because like I always like to share when people share my podcast um, or when they tag me in their story with like a testimonial or something. But some some people don't. Some people have like loads of message requests. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's obviously that's how you can do it. Now, what you can also do is you can, a lot of people have their email in their Instagram bio. It's a clickable link. So send the same message as an email. Um, and then if they don't reply, you know, oh, actually one more thing. It's like when you send that message, comment on their most recent photo saying, hey, I just sent you a direct message. Because then that will be make them more likely to go check their DMs. Um, and yeah, like obviously it's easier to do all of that when you actually have good content on your profile, uh, cause they might check you out and if your photos are all rubbish and if your bio <laughs> looks weird, like they're not going to check you out. Same thing if, if you have a weird username, you know, just make it your name, like, or something like, for example, yours, it's like Apple Grider, like people yeah. know you, people know you for that. And then with loads of random, if it's something random with like loads of random numbers and stuff in it, that's going to kind of be off-putting people. Um, so yeah, I mean, make it memorable, be kind. And then another thing is like, there are other platforms as well, like LinkedIn, you can connect with people. Um, Twitter, Twitter's great for connecting with people. A lot of people use Twitter DMs and, and they, people are very active on Twitter, it seems. Um, and then another thing is like, go to events, like go to events and just go up to people. I have it so often where I'll be speaking at an event or I'll just be there just like, attending and then afterwards i get tons of dms being like hey lauren i saw you today but i didn't want to interrupt you i was like no like please interrupt me like i want to talk so yeah just like approach people be kind and there's a great book how to win friends and influence people it's like a timeless classic just read that book and uh yeah you'll kill it <laughs> i love that so much and y'all if you did not just absorb the last like eight minutes of amazing value that lauren just provided I need you guys to like rewind the podcast, literally like bust out your pencil and paper and like take some notes because that is exactly what a lot of you guys need to hear. And that's going to solve a lot of the mistakes that I see a lot of y'all making time and time again. It's just following that blueprint that Lauren just fully laid out for y'all. Um, it's it's going to change things in y'all's life. I know it. Now, Lauren, you've been dropping so much value so far. I'm extremely grateful for that. I do have some questions now that I'd like to ask all of my guests. So are you feeling ready for those? Hell yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. The first of which is what is something that genuinely has you excited right now? Could be in your business, could be in the wider realm of really anything, but what's got you fired up? Funnels. I'm religious. <laughs> I'm obsessing over funnels right now. Like I am just, yeah, I'm, I'm learning a lot because I never used to think about it in that sense. I used to just think about all of my programs as like an individual thing. Mm. Yeah. So I'm also learning about like Facebook ads and all that. So yes exciting times. <laughs> I love it. All those things are things I am very excited about all the time. So I'm glad to see other people getting jazzed about them as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, bring in fundamental and like it's because everything that I've done so far has been organic. Yeah. So it's time to wow. step That's things crazy. up. I know. Yeah. It's, really it's insane. Like, I mean, I set a goal for myself like that in 2019, I wanted, that I wanted to hit a million in profits. Um, and so I was thinking like, I'm never going to make that happen at this rate, but I haven't even barely turned on ads. I've been spending like 300 bucks a month on ads, which is wow. so embarrassing. <laughs> and that's only been in the past three months. And so I'm like, okay, we have like halfway through the year and just a bit above. It's time to actually, you know, put that money into those ads, get these people on those sales calls and enroll them into my program so that I can change their lives. And I'm feeling confident that I can hit the goal, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's just about putting putting the pedal to the metal and putting some gas in that engine. Putting that money in the ads. <laughs> yes, putting those money in the ads. Absolutely. Lauren, do you have any habits that have served you particularly well, either in your business or your lifestyle that you do on a regular basis? A lot. I have a lot. Yeah, I'm massive on productivity. Um, and but that's because honestly, you know, I was saying I started out as a fitness coach. Yeah. I'm pretty routined. Now, I think I was actually listening to a podcast about this the other day. Um, and it was a really cool concept that I'm actually going to start implementing. And it's like, okay, six days out of the week, like have your habits dialed in. And then one day out of the week, just like be chilled out about it. Now, the reason being is because um, basically they were talking about all these studies, how like every human in the world, there's like one day in the week and it doesn't happen on the same day every week for everyone. Um, 
So for example, for me, one day it might happen to me on a Monday. What, the next week it might happen to me on the Thursday. The next week it might happen on the Tuesday. So not so it, it changes, right? But like one day you have like a slow day, a sluggish day. So um, essentially, like what I do is I wake up in the morning at like I have a wake up light, but I often wake up like ten minutes before it. So I set it for six, but normally I wake up just before. So I wake up. First thing I do is like. Basically, uh, I obviously go straight to the toilet and then I, I do headspace. So like I'm, uh-huh. I'm mindfulness after 10 minutes. Like I never used to do that. I thought it was weird and like woo woo, but I started doing it. And honestly, I, I really like it. Like it's pretty cool. So I do that. And then straight after that, I literally come downstairs into my office. So I work from home and basically I just get my first and most important unit of work done for the day. So like I, I set my work up into units of work rather than time blocks. I'm not a fan of time blocking actually. I prefer having units of work because I cannot move on until I've got something done. I can't leave work half. So if I'm splitting my work up into time blocks, that stresses me out because if I get to the end of like a 30 minute period and it's not done, I'm just gonna feel stressed. So yeah, I do it in units of work. Um, and then after that, I go to the gym. So I go to the gym six days a week. Um, then after I'm back from the gym, yeah, like no more specific habits, but like I eat well most of the time, 80 to 90% of the time. Um, I used to track my macros. I don't do that anymore because I I understand nutrition so, so well now. Um, but yeah, weight training is massive for me. And then um, I like to make sure that I'm getting to sleep at a good time. So I, I have this like special ring that like monitors your sleep. Or like, yeah, 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 yeah. I actually became like a partner of theirs because I'm so obsessed with it. So, yeah, <laughs> if you want fifty dollars off, you know where to come. <laughs> All right, I got you. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. So I, I use one of them to monitor my sleep, and um, it's amazing. Like, because I want to make sure that I'm getting at least an hour and a half of deep sleep per night. Um, and then like same thing with like REM REM sleep. Um. So, anyways, yeah. I mean, those are the things, and then I. I think like I'm trying to think other kind of habits that I do. I don't consume any caffeine, but that's because of like my past experiences uh, with anxiety. I think that caffeine can be good for like increased performance in the gym, but for 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 reducing tiredness, I don't think it's the best thing for people. People shouldn't focus and rely on that. I really don't think that they should. Um, other things. Let me try to think. Um, I don't know, like. I'm kind of weird whereby I just friggin' love to work. So Same. yeah, but I I am pretty routine in the sense like I really like, I just, I like to have that morning done, get the workout done, get the unit of work done. And then, yeah, like just the rest of my day, I'm just focusing on the things that are going to get me the most bang for my buck. Like people overcomplicate everything. They think that they need everything to be like perfectly optimized but focusing on like optimizing everything means that you're spending time on that rather than spending time on actually like getting shit done <laughs> so yeah like those are some things and there's some other kind of like more business habits like i posted to instagram every day apart from literally two days wow. since i was 16 wow like, at least once per day yeah so that's been six years um and so that's one thing other things are like just con- it's consistency it's like consistency with everything um i'm literally trying to think because i know there are some other things that i do but that's that's a lot of habits (laughs) eat lots of vegetables yeah i'm trying to get better at that (laughs) yeah yeah. i got the exercise part down but like the diet part is is tricky yeah especially in america like here's the thing though i i eat really well like i don't know for probably like yeah, 80 to 90% of the time. And then like I go out to eat like once or twice a week sure. where I just don't even think about it. And then if I, if, then if it's any more, but then I say that like when I'm in the States, like I go crazy. <laughs> Cause the food there's so good. You guys have, you guys are friggin' lucky over there. Wait, it's yeah, it's something. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you can appreciate it. Lauren, you've been dropping so much value on our listeners. I'm so grateful for that. Where can they go if they want to follow up with you, learn more about you, learn more about Impact School, hit you up, where's the best place? 
Yeah, so the podcast can be found on any podcast provider. So just type in Impact School, literally the word impact and then the word school. Um, because, you know, we all know that normal school doesn't teach us the things that we need. So that's why I'm going to teach you how to actually make an impact on my show. Mm. And so I'm also on Instagram at Lauren Tickner, L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-C-K-N-A-R. I love it, obviously, when you guys like tag us both on your stories, like that's sick. And I also think like, just share what your biggest takeaway was so that then like when people do that, then I share it on my story as well. You'll get a bunch of followers if you do that. So, you know, <laughs> might as well. Um, and yeah, like I, I, I just think, um, just connect and just send me a DM. If you ever need any help, if you want to start on the coaching business, then hit me up because I can definitely help you out. And uh, yeah, no, I look forward to connecting with you. There we go. And I'll link up both those in the show notes below for y'all as well. Um, if you want a super easy way to find those, Lauren, again, super grateful for you choosing to spend your time here on Young Smart Money. Do you have any last closing thoughts, words of wisdom, or anything you want to wrap up the show with here today? Yeah, so you've obviously listened to this whole podcast now. You've taken in the information. Stop consuming more content and go ahead and actually do something productive. Take action, y'all. There we go. Lauren, again, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Bada bing, bada boom. That is a wrap, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this last episode of Young Smart Money. If you did, you know what to do. Um, drop us a five-star review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me. I literally run on reviews like they are the fuel that goes into my body and gets me jazzed up, fired up every single morning. So if you take the time, literally it's like five seconds to drop a review. If you're in the podcast app, literally just go to Young Smart Money, scroll all the way down past all the episodes at the very bottom. There'll be a section that says write a review. If you could drop me all of your thoughts, all of your questions, all your comments, all your concerns. I would love to read those. I read each and every one of them. Um, and I really do take them all to heart. So that would mean a ton if you could do that. Otherwise, um, if you guys are wondering how I make money on the show, because if you all notice, I don't put sponsors on the podcast. I don't believe in that. I don't want to waste your time listening to some ad about Squarespace or whatever they're promoting these days on the podcast. And I've been approached by plenty of sponsors, believe me, but they all get shown where the door is because that's not what I believe in. But I am still able to monetize this podcast, turn it into a consistent five figures per month of income. If you guys are wondering how I do that, um, I put together a free cheat sheet for y'all. It's a little bit more than a cheat sheet. It's kind of like an ebook. It's like 20 some pages long where I laid out the 16 methods that I use to monetize my podcast. So if you guys are interested in that, I'm um, again completely free. Just head over to applecriter.com slash cheat sheet. That's applecriter.com slash cheat sheet. And you can download that completely for free. Cheat sheet is all one word. Uh, don't ask me to spell it though, because I will probably mess up. So guys, applecriter.com slash cheat sheet for the free cheat sheet. How I'm able to monetize my podcast consistently at five figures per month off of that. Um, I really am passionate about podcasting and I want to teach y'all how to do it because I see these guys making videos on YouTube, teaching you like the, the bare minimum, the basics, the stuff that nobody like needs to actually learn. Um, but it's, it's that advanced stuff. It's how to actually make money doing this without having to put sponsors on your show that I think is really, truly valuable. So that's why I wanted to share that with y'all. So guys, again, absolutely free to download. Link will also be in the show notes for this episode. Otherwise, I hope you guys have an absolutely wonderful rest of your day, wherever it leads you. And I'm glad you decided to spend the last hour here with us on Young Smart Money.